Welcome to another edition of Banter and Babble. I am the Dude79, and joining me always, my esteemed colleague, Mr. Fanboy Tone. Mr. Fanboy Tone, how are you doing tonight? I'm all right, sir. Right. That's what I like to hear. It's 2020. 2020. It's no longer 2019. A whole new decade. It's a whole new decade of bullshit. And bullshit, that's right. So hyped. Mm-hmm. So excited. We're about to go to war. I mean, awesome. 2020's <laughs> looking hot. Started out really well. Dude. Fantastic. Really good. Dude, did you, we're not going to get into politics, but man, Iran's having a rough year. Did you see all the shit that's happened in like oh, the last yeah. 48 hours? Oh, yeah. The plane crash. Yeah. The the stampede. Like, like all hell is like literally like hell is happening in Iran yeah, right it's, now. It's, it's crazy. It's a mess. And that plane crash is, uh, it looks like that thing got shot down. Too. You see the video of I, it? Oh, yeah. That thing was, it was a crazy video yesterday because I was just like, they're like, oh, yeah, it crashed. And I was like, no, that thing was shot down. <laughs> That thing was shot down, uh, but uh, <laughs> no cuddles. I still brought him along for oh, one more episode, one more trial run for this guy, but that's it. What the dude. But uh, no, guys, guys and girls, welcome to another episode of Banter and Babble. It is 2020. It is a new year. Uh, and yeah, dude, we're hyped to be here. We're hyped to be back, and uh, we got a lot of cool stuff planned for 2020. Uh, we, I think we're supposed to say that. We don't have anything planned at all. In fact, Tone's going to Disney in like two weeks. So oh, we're yeah. Gonna, I don't know when we're going to have a I'm show again. Sleeping in the Millennium Falcon. So, Lots of cool shit. Lots of cool right. shit. Drassen's going too. Yep, Drassen's going to be there for a couple days with me. Oh, Drassen's going too. Yeah, Drassen's family going. We're building our lightsabers together so our dream can come true. Wait, what the? What the fuck was my invite? Eh. I guess I'll just be in Sag. It's okay. We have fifty degree weather coming up. It's been mid eighties the last few weeks, from what I've been told by my friend in Florida. Is it really mid eighties? That's what she had said uh, at least last week. I hope it rains the entire time you're there. Fucking dick. Like, I hope it rains. I hope it's like a torrential monsoon. I'm more worried about coming back and getting sick. Oh, you're going to get sick. I'm definitely going to probably get oh, sick dude, somehow. Oh, dude, Michigan is the second most flu-infected state in the world. But I'm going to another state and like dealing with like another climate and then having to come back. You're going to come back with herpes and the flu. Well, that's going to be from licking the urinals. But <laughs> Oh, my God, you're fucking nasty. They're the tastiest in Disney. <laughs> you're nasty. Nasty as hell. Saying, nasty as hell. Saying. But uh, no, man. What, 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 What's going on for 2020? What, what do you look? I mean, what what have you been doing? Uh, well, I've I've turned over a new leaf. It's a oh. new year, new me. Oh, this should be rich. That's all. I got no context for it. That's all I got to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm just saying what everybody else is saying. Right, yeah, right, yeah. Right, right, turn right, over right. a new leaf. Right. What are you doing? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just I'm fucking working. Yeah, I'm working and I'm drinking and I'm doing a, a show with this guy right. every two weeks. So right. there we go. There's right. my new. There's my 2020 resolution. I'm not growing hair. That's definitely just not going to happen. No, not no. unless Ron Popeil comes back with a little spray can. I mean, I have so much on my chest and back. I could give you like a full on hair. I do too. I, maybe it was Cappadocian. Somebody said it one time. It's like a, it's like a, uh, a horseshoe. <laughs> <laughs> just, just not here. Not here. No. Everything else. Everything Everywhere else is good. Else. That's yeah. hot, dude. Furby no. in my pants, but That's I can't. Hot. That's hot. Head. So now here we are, twenty twenty. Yeah. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. But what have you been playing, dude? I know we've been streaming a lot. Uh... We are the squad from 2017, all but one. Oh boy, has came back, and we've got about nine, eight, nine, ten people that rotate in on Battlefront Two right now. I can't believe this. I can't. And believe, I'm. T- I can't and then we this. talked about it like two times ago, one or two times ago. Um, we play battle like it's so bad. Like I was like waiting for the wife to go to bed last night. Like oh, she might go to bed early. And, and like Rohit texts me, he's like, "We playing some battle Battlefront Two. I'm like, "Wait for her to go to bed, dude." 
I'm gonna try and sneak on there. So yeah, so we're sneaking. I'm sneaking on any chance I can to play a few, even if it's for an hour. Even if I'm streaming for an hour and we get it on for a little bit, we will play. I didn't think there was any chance this shit would continue like a week after Star Wars came out. I was like, there's no way they're going to keep playing. I, I honestly, like, even today, I was like, man, I need to get a few rounds in or something. Because, like, the last time we played, me and, like, Pat Nod, we were not having good games. Like, so we it's not even a nostalgia kick. thing. This is a legitimate itch. This is, like, a, an itch to play. Well, they gave you that triple XP. So now if I want to get mm. one of my characters, I got to get to level 71 or 73 or something to get, like, one of my characters gold and it's like mm-hmm. level 64 mm-hmm. right now. So I'm like within reach and the triple XP is done. Uh, you know what I mean? So, okay, okay. but now, but because there's so much more content and always there, there, there was enough variety even back then to like, okay, I'm sick of playing normal shooting. Let's do Starfighter or let's do heroes versus villains. Now with Ewok hunt and just blast and the extractions and capital supremacy and galactic supremacy, there's just a lot of meat on the bone now. And it just, yeah, I can't stop. Yeah, Drassen said it's a mindless shooter, and it really is. It's a mindless shooter, yeah. but I think the thing that makes it appealing is is obviously your crew. When you get in there, when I when I hopped in there the mm-hmm. night after we saw Star Wars, I mean the, the the chat was going crazy. You guys were, I mean, there was a lot of talk going on. It was a lot of fun. I mean, it is. It's a game where you really don't have to think about what you're doing. You just shoot at things and go to the objective, right. and that's it. But it's the it's the it's the love of Star Wars that brings everyone together. And you guys all get in there, and you guys do the things you've been doing that you haven't done in a long time, and you're back there playing a the game that you just feel comfortable playing, and it's a good conversation. And, and for a lot of people that's playing, at least for our squad, is that not only are we Star Wars enthusiasts, but most are like super fans. Mm-hmm. So there will be nights where like, and we just started the other night. We just started just we just start doing quotes from all of the entire series, like all nine films or whatever, like. Somebody will start doing a quote, and then I'll do a quote. Drassen do a quote. Noel do a quote. Used to do a quote. Like we're just quoting nonstop, just for kicks and gigs. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. It's good. We're having a good I time. Am. I hopped in and I played it, and it, it is. It's a fun game. It's it's it, it plays good. It looks good. It sounds good. I love the Ewok mode. Ewok, Ewok mode, mode is dope. Is, that's incredible. That's that's a sweet ass mode. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that one. I might actually hop on there once in a while if you guys ever spend a night where you're like, hey, look, we're playing Ewoks. What's <laughs> called Ewok hunt. Ewok, yeah, Ewok hunt. Ewok hunt. That yeah. mode is that mode is really fucking Dude. sweet. Big fan of that one. Big fan of that mode. Uh, what have I been playing? Well, I have made. I do have a New Year's resolution, so to speak. Yeah, you do when it comes to your games, and you're really tackling it. I tell you what, dude. This gen, uh, and I know this is a polar- polarizing title. <laughs> uh, Destiny two. Yeah. Destiny in general is something that. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Prime. Um, Destiny is one of those titles that it's just it's it's consumed most of my time this gen. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, I've got hundreds, thousands of hours in Destiny, uh, and it's a it's a game that I keep getting pulled back into. And there's and there's always a casualty of of that type of like addiction to a game is you miss a lot of other titles. Right. And uh, so I'm making a point because 2020 or 2020, 2020. Baba <laughs> 2020 is a big year because we're going to get new consoles at the end of the year. We're, we're, we're moving to next-gen consoles. And I'm making a point between now and whenever those consoles launch where I'm going to pick a sl- – I have like a select group of games that I really right. want to play through. Either I've either started or I haven't, you know, I haven't started at all or I haven't finished Need them. Finish. I'm picking these games. I'm like, look, these are games that I really enjoy, but for whatever reason, Destiny just pulled me back to it and I right. couldn't finish this game. So – Right now, I started. We started uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. I checked uh, earlier. I was 16 hours into it my first time I played. I'm already at seven hours now, and that game's so fun. 
it's such a good game. Like it's a beautiful looking game. It's beautiful. I'm, I'm digging the way it plays. Uh, uh, the voice acting, everything is top notch in that game. So I'm really enjoying that. And that's going to be um, that's going to be my game for January. Is I'm going to power through Horizon Zero Dawn, and then next month I'll choose another select title out of a group of games. No, I've got like games well, like Witcher Three. That's in why there. I was wondering, like, what is your like? Give us kind of like a hint of what your yeah. List, I mean, so. there, there, there's there's some are old games, some are newer games, but like you know, The Witcher Three is in there, Fallout Four is in there. I was a huge fan of Fallout Three, and I never even finished Fallout Four, and that really bothered me because I, I mean, Fallout Three was seriously one of my first like Bethesda games. That Fallout Three is what got me got me excited for Skyrim. Okay. So I hopped into Fallout 3. I was like, oh my God, this game is so fucking good. You know, it was really, really good. And then Skyrim came out. Really, really, really good game. And then Fallout 4 came out and I just, I played it a little bit. And it had a, it had a hook. It's hooks in me. But then Destiny came around and fucking ruined it for everybody, as it always does. So Fallout 4 is on there. Witcher 3 is on there. Um, Jedi Fallen Order is something I want to finish. Oh, that's, that's not going to take you that long. I don't either. think it's going to take that long, but it's still, but to, to balance work and family and this and destiny and call of duty modern warfare which are my multiplayer games that leaves me very little time to really dive into a single player game or a, a lengthy one at that right obviously i, I don't think fallen jedi fallen order is terribly long no so that's something no. i could fit into like a short month maybe before like cyberpunk or the last of us 2 comes sure. out i can hop back in you know i just gotta i gotta figure out i gotta plan around some of these games because i'm not going to abandon you know the last of us 2 cyberpunk 27 or some right. of the other games that we'll right. talk about a little bit later but you know, yeah, I just, I want to finish these games. I want to see these games through. And I tell you what, man, getting back into Horizon Zero Dawn kind of reminded me of why I love single-player games. Yeah. You know, I spent so much time playing Destiny with right. friends. I spent so much time playing Call of Duty with friends and other co-op game with friends. Yeah. To be able to sit down and just fire up a single-player game and just experience the efforts of Gorilla and what they've done in creating a beautiful world that's better alone, mm-hmm. man, you just learn to appreciate you know, I agree. player games and something like that. So, yeah, you know, I no, agree. really digging that. I'll be streaming that um, probably every Monday, every Friday, and then every other Wednesday in between episodes of Banter and Babble. Well, actually, those Wednesdays will be Destiny 2 night, uh, but then Friday, Monday night streams, Friday night streams, that's going to be all Horizon Zero. Good, yeah, good. Completed. Get it done, man. So. Big fit, man. The chat is going crazy. Everyone's talking. Everyone's hyped up. Cyberpunk. Yeah. Xbox See, you mentioned family. you mentioned Cyberpunk, and everyone gets cray cray for it, man. Telling you, man. It's hype, dude. Man, everyone's really, Telling really you, excited. Telling you uh, for Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. So yeah, that's what I've been doing. Playing a lot of Horizon Zero Dawn, yeah. a lot of Destiny two, a lot of Call of Duty: Modern Warfare, and that will be the rotation uh, for the next couple of weeks. But we have a lot to talk about tonight. We're gonna reflect. We're going to look forward. Yes. We're going to uh, admire uh, the Golden Globes and a certain performance of the Golden Globes that should have been nominated because <laughs> somebody was great. And then uh, we'll wrap things up talking a little bit about CES and some of the stuff that we, we heard from Sony. And I think there was a couple other announcements that we could probably touch on. But yeah. um, first up, first thing we're going to talk about are our favorite games of 2019. Yes. Now, I have to preface this by saying... I have not been able to beat a lot of games in 2019. <laughs> I've started a lot of games. I played through. I played uh, a, quite a few games at length, like quite a bit of it. But I have not finished a lot of games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to do like a top five or a top ten because I feel like that's. I don't think you can. I, I can't do a top five, top ten unless I finish the damn game. But I can say what some of my favorite games are, ones that I've enjoyed playing that I still am going to try to get through and finish that I really enjoyed. I know you've got some as well. Oh, yeah. 
Um, what Always. is the brew? King Con- Oh yeah, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We got. What go. the fuck are we drinking? Oh, King Connells. Well, I love you. Uh, this is a this is kind of a classic for me. Um, it's probably one of the earlier stouts and microbrews that I really started getting into early on, back in like 2009 ish or something. But uh, New Holland Brewing. This is the Poet. It's an oatmeal stout. Uh, I always liked it because I, uh, you know, Edgar Allan Poe stuff kind of thing. It's it's oats brings a creaminess and soft mouth feel hmm, to rich roasty malt character. Can you, can you start that over again? So, oats bring us creaminess and soft mouth feel to rich soft mouth feel roasty malt character. Oh my! <laughs> uh, pairings though: mushrooms, beef, soft ripened cheeses, and chocolate. That kind of what? So I've been getting to that the, the the pairings now. I'm starting to get to that route now, finally. But regardless, yeah, I don't know mushrooms. It's just a random thing, like yeah. Like it's like a hobby, yeah, I right? heard mushrooms, beef, and soft ripen. Oh, pairings, pair it. What pairings? Pair it like yeah, oh. we can pair it with. We can like, eat it uh, with. What? Drink okay. and eat with. But yes, um, this is a classic. Um, I uh, you know, I had been eyeballing it for uh last few weeks in the cab because I've been you know I got three liquor stores I stop on the way home. I can you know, depends on where I want to go and deal with traffic. And uh, this always stares at me. I haven't had it in a while, so I'm like tonight's a good night for. Yeah, it's 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 very good. It's Wait, very good. What, did Prime, what is Prime saying? Uh, so it's like getting a blowy from a toothless hooker. He's definitely talking from experience. You know, <laughs> you would know. True. Prime would know. I'm sitting here drinking this. I'm not yeah. thinking about getting a blowy from a toothless hooker. So I don't know where Prime's head is at. <laughs> well, I know where his head is at. Uh, you sick fuck. Right, right. You sick he, bastard. He's the hooker. Yeah, he is a hooker. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, let's talk about some of our favorite games of 2019, dude. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's been a lot of games that have come out. There's yeah. been a lot of acclaimed titles, yeah. and there's some tough ones to choose from. But, again, I don't know if we've finished a lot of these games. I know you've, you've finished more than I have. Ooh, excuse me. That stuff makes you burp. Does it? Did you know that? Enjoy your dinner. But, uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's talk a little bit about some of our favorite games. What were some of the games that stood out to you uh, so far this year? Give me a couple uh, so far. Let's start. I'll start a little bit earlier in the year. Uh, let's start with Crackdown 3 right off the gates in I'm February. I'm really, really happy about that you're starting with this. Yeah, because it's. I know it surprised you a little bit. And uh, Prime and me go way back on some Crackdown, so we were really excited about it. And it, it kind of came out of nowhere because you almost kind of forgot about it because you got pushed in February. Oh, God. And everybody was worried about it and this, that, and the other. And... Uh, when it came out in February, everybody, like me and him specifically, got hooked, and I expected that. And while it wasn't some groundbreaking anything, it was cracked down. It was not a – the wheel didn't need to be reinvented. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was still a good time. I love the vertic- – I always call it verticality. Like, yep. over, you're just a big old superhero blowing up shit, and that's great, and I love that stuff. And yep. uh, what was surprising was the amount of people that did start playing it and enjoying it. And mm-hmm. uh, that was really the first one that kicked it off for me. And then – um, as we got into the springtime, I'll uh, just name a couple for night right now, and we'll see what you got to say. But uh, Division Two really sucked a lot of us in for a while. Yeah, it, it, Division Two <laughs> was a game that had, uh, you know, look. Once Des- Destiny has started something different uh, amongst console players, anyways, the 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 live games, you know, yeah. oh, the yeah. games like Anthem, the games like Division. Uh, these are games that are all very similar. They're built on the same model, and 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 they're they're they exist to try to draw you in and get you addicted to that to that that daily grind. And Division Love Two it. was really really strong out of the gate. Was really strong out of the gate. And then we'll, once we went and tried to do the raid, it was a total shit show. Yep. And then from there, dude, completely. I just completely. I mean, I, I think I deleted it after like a it was, month. It was. Nobody played it. And I was like, okay, we're done. It was almost like, um, like, like literally game exhaustion. Yeah. 
like I know Prime put in like sick hours in like two weeks, and mm-hmm. I, I working my forty some hour a week job, I still put in a lot of hours in like yep. for myself, like for me, that's you know sometimes difficult. But man, yeah, I don't, I just I'm trying to do that raid, and after that, trying to a couple yep. times trying to do that bullshit, and then it being like, and I get it, it's supposed to be a harder raid, but it's pretty like there's nothing to really go by. It's pretty nah. challenging. Yeah. So for me, I was like. I guess I was kind of good on it. Like, I always feel like I want to go back and play it. I feel bad about not continuing to play it a little bit, but yeah. See, and those 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 games are really difficult to commit to. They are. You know, they when are. you have a full time job, you've got family at home, or or even you know, if you're a full time streamer, you, you know, your Prime's a variety streamer. Okay, Prime streams a ton, and even he was kind of like, you know, what? I'm gonna start playing some other games, and he kind of even drifted a little bit away from me, yeah. even though he has 17 days logged. The point of those games is to keep you grinding. Yeah. It's to keep you going. Yeah, keep you going. And, you know, I mean, this is subjective. It's different for everybody. But, like, I measure these games all by destiny. That's how I measure these games. And, like, if I can go into a game and if it has the same model and the same build as a destiny game, if it can keep its hooks in me. Like, I, like I was especially interested in Division 2 because Division 1 had so much promise, but then it got... Fucked up by people cheating the system, and then it ruined it for me. And I was just really disinterested in it after that. Me too, but me too. when Division Two came out, I was like, "Okay, look, this is the best of both worlds. I get a Destiny style game, but in a Tom Clancy tactical shooter universe, yeah, looter shooter, uh, third person. Fuck yeah, sign me up. Let's right. go." Uh, so we got into it, and we, gr- we we grinded hard. We went hard at it for quite some time. I think I put a lot of time. In it. I think I took a month off of Destiny to play Division Two. That's that's how that's it, 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 that says a lot. Woo! To pull me out of Destiny a for about a month, but then, dude, after a month went by, it just it just lost what something was missing. Mm. Something wasn't there. Something didn't didn't reach out to me, and I was back to Destiny, and I haven't even thought about that. It's it's probably because it throws a lot at you, like. Division two was a little bit easier to manage than Division one, mm-hmm. but really, in the end of the day, all it is, is a bunch of fucking numbers they're throwing at you on everything. Yep. It's they made it they made it easier to navigate the men like everything, but it's still just a lot of numbers. Like, I'm, and I'm a guy who likes Witcher three menus. Like, I'll you'll find me deep in menus and playing around with shit, oh yeah. and micromanaging or whatever. But Division two. Just it, both of them, really. They're just—it's all about numbers crunching, and that's fine. Yeah, it's a math game, and that's fine to a degree. Mm-hmm. But at some point, it's almost too much work when I'm just trying to play a game. Right, right. I right. hate to say There's that. There's a fine line. There's a fine. There line is a between, fine line, yep. and I feel like that walks the line a lot. Mm-hmm. That game does, and that's fine. Some people probably still play it and haven't stopped. it. I love a lot of Ubisoft stuff, but. Division two, you get exhausted playing a game like that. And I wonder if that's why, like, like with with Destiny two, they had their new, you know, uh, armor two point system. It's very similar. There's a lot of numbers in there, but it's not nearly as overwhelming as Division's right. numbers. Don't I mean, those, there's a lot of fucking numbers in Division. In Destiny, they've added numbers there, but it's to the point where I'm like, okay, I'll do my math and I'll start doing stuff and I'll work things out so I have the right gear set and the right everything good to go. And then I'm like, okay, I'm good here. I can go. Where Division two, you're still going. Fuck, or do I want to do this? And then, like you said, you find yourself in the menus yeah. for way too long, which is, again, if I had all the time in the world to commit to Division 2, yeah. I probably wouldn't give a shit. I probably wouldn't care, but I do care, I, and I need something that I can get into, get my fix with the numbers, build my set, build my gear to where it fits, suits my play style, and then get right back mm-hmm. into the mix. You know, so, I mean, whether or not they have, whether or not they've added stuff to it, I have no idea. But at this point, I have little to no interest in going back to the Division 2, which is, uh, it's, it's unfortunate because I love fucking Tom Clancy games. Yeah, me too. I fucking love Tom Clancy games. 
It's just this one could not couldn't get its grips with me. I want to circle back real quick, talk about Crackdown 3. I was one of the people that did not have any experience with the Crackdown games. Right. You know, you and Prime talked about how you guys were, like, really big into it back in the day, and you guys loved it, and that was cool. All I knew about Crackdown 3 was the fact that it got delayed, like, 600 times. It showed poorly at some at some of the, the shows that it was shown at. Uh, some of the tr- the videos they put out of, of uh, <laughs> like, uh, celebrity, it was Andy or Alan Tudyk was playing it with, with um, uh, is Alan Tudyk? Yeah, I think right. Yeah, yeah it was Alan. Yeah, 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 Alan Tudyk, yeah. and um, he was with uh, Major Nelson, and he's playing it, and it was just a fucking disaster. Yeah. And I'm just like, this this game is gonna be fucking garbage. I can't even get excited for this game. I want, I want to because it looks cool. I Did like that mode the... ever come out for it? Fuck, dude, I don't even know. Yeah, I, I never played the multiplayer. I never played huh. it. Never played yeah. it. But dude, once I hopped into that game, a mindless shooter. But mm-hmm. man, it was fucking fun. The story. Asinine. Couldn't yeah. even tell you what the fuck was going yeah, on. Right. But the villains were cool. I mean, they were huge bosses. Yeah, yeah, man. And it was just, it was sci-fi. It was it had a fucking rocking soundtrack. Man, that soundtrack is rocking. If you guys have, like, Spotify or, or, or Apple Music, don't you don't have to pay for it. Just download it and listen to it. Yeah. Crackdown 3 soundtrack will get you fucking hyped at work, dude. The views and vistas and, like, like I said, the verticality. Like, you get... Like I remember, I I'm always like that with crackdowns, and it's one of the few that I'm like that. Like you jump off something, you get that like yeah, your balls go up into your stomach kind of thing or something, <laughs> whatever that is. I don't. Yeah, that's the best yeah, way yeah. To that, it. That, that never happened to me. Oh, um, roller coaster. But no, no, crackdown three was, was a lot more fun uh, than than I than I thought I had any chance of being. I thought this thing was going to be a total shit show when it right. came out, uh, but I had a lot of fun with it. I mean, it was a lot of fun. It was a, one of the few games this year where I started it, and I was seriously going for the one thousand gamer score at one point. I was hustling trying to find all the orbs the hidden orbs i'm actually pretty close i think i'm at like 80 percent yeah you just got to do the disc yeah I, there's a couple things i have to do but i spent way more time i saw it through to completion and i was like man this this was a lot of fun and but i mean you know here we are almost like a year later can i tell you anything about the story no can't tell you shit there there was a there was a saturday that i actually had off right after that came out and me and prime streamed for well he streamed for about five or four hours or something. Had to take a nap, but I streamed for like eight hours. Mm-hmm. Didn't stop playing it. Nah, yeah. I just couldn't stop. Just orb hunting. Just yeah, prime, around. prime. Yeah, I couldn't tell around, you one but... fucking thing about the plot. All yeah. I know is from start to finish, I had fun playing yeah. it. It's a, good, it's a good game. It's it's it, it might be the most dumb fun game of this generation. Yeah, that's fair. It really is. It, it was it, every time I played it, it was exciting and fun yeah. until I saw the credits roll. Okay. Random. Yep. That just came out of nowhere for you, too. <laughs> Terry right. Crews is in it. That's all you need to know. Yeah, that's Terry all you Cruz need to worry about. Terry Crews That's Cruz the only voice it. actor that matters. But yep. no, I thought it was a cool game. But okay, move on. Give me, uh, give me yes. another one. Uh, Bloodstained. Mm. Uh, Ritual of the Night. I That was a Kickstarter one a long time ago. Koji coming back to the old school Castlevania style formula. Uh-huh. Beautiful game. Beautiful soundtrack. I know it had some bumps along the way, but that game still, I think, holds a record for the amount of money raised over goal in a short period of time. It's insane. Mm-hmm. They wanted 500,000 originally and almost did 3 million, mm-hmm. you know? So, mm-hmm. um, I put about 25 hours into it. There's more stuff I could do probably to find some of the recipes, but I played that pretty heavily throughout most of summer on and off and into the fall. Great game. Awesome game. Uh, it's not an expensive game and definitely for the 25 hours you put into it, it's worth every penny, honestly. Mm-hmm. So I definitely, that's a, that was a big one for me last year. Yeah, no, that's. Uh, I'm. I'm glad. I knew that was gonna make your list because you, you you were working that pretty hard oh, for a man, while. There, so you good. were working it real hard for a while. Uh, one of the other games I like this year. Um, I played extensively. Have not seen it through to completion though. Is uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. 
Uh, it's my first time really spending like a, a ridiculous amount of time on a game, and that is one of the games where it lends itself to the Switch so well. Like yeah, it is taking, perfect. Yeah, taking it on the go. Have that on the go. Have it set up. I'd have it on my desk at work in between moves. I'd make a move, and I was like, okay, I'm going to work on some stuff, and I'd be thinking about where, where, what move, yeah, what's man. going to be my next move. Uh, that's great, those tactics games, yep. man. And then after I get a couple things, I'm like, okay, for real quick here, I'll just do this one. All right, here's the one I did. And so it's just, it's, it's, I love the, the, the combat. The str- it's all strategic. It's, it's so fun to strategize and work things out. But the really th- thing I dig about it is just the, the um, relationships between the members of the house that you choose. There's like three different houses. I chose the... God, I'm trying to think which which house I chose. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, but there's just yeah, the the, the the dynamic between the characters and all and everybody. It's so good. It's it's very involved. It's very uh, engrossing. And so I've really really enjoyed what I played at that. That's something I still fire up. Game I played the most on the Switch. Probably my favorite game on the Switch. By far, like I've really enjoyed. That I mean, game. that's I, that's fair. I don't I don't play them, and I definitely want to check it out. But that's a good. I, could bring up that I want. That's a that's a backlog game that I want to uh, play. There, Pikachu is control like really bad. I stare oh, at it man. all the time. That could be a bl- backlog bliss. That, bliss that, I uh, stare at that all myself. the time. Wait for a Gracie sale on it, man. I definitely want to. Oh, Rock Mercury. Oh, oh shit, making his entrance. Prime, keep an eye on that guy. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, he's he's trouble. Showing booties off on the internet. He's a he's the champ. He's also a bad boy. <laughs> um, one of the other games um I, I really dig this year is Apex Legends. Now. I do not play Apex Legends as much as some of the other tots. Not me either. March being one of them. March is kind of a boss at Apex Legends. But, um, you know, Apex Legends is, uh, the reason I like that so much is because it was such a cool take on the Battle Royale. Because a lot of the other Battle Royale stuff, it was mostly focused on single player. I mean, you could squad up with people, but the dynamic between all the different uh, characters that you can choose and working together as a unit, as a three-player squad, that was fucking great. That was so refreshing. It was, it, and it's fun to play. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's 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 created by Respawn, so you know this game's gonna run smooth. Hype. The shooting's great. The, everything about that game is really really fun. I and I, I I don't play it as much as I should, but in terms of like battle royales, it is infinitely in my, in my opinion, it's the best one out there by far. It's not even close. Oh, yeah. to Any of the other ones out there. The other ones are are, are fine. I'm sure if I spent a lot of time <clears> with them, I'd get better at them. But man, Apex. Any time that I can work with other people. Like a, a team effort, that's where I'm at home, and that's why Apex is much better than everything else. See, for so, I I like Apex a lot. Like, as per usual, comes FPSs. I'm probably terrible at it. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, I have like I. It's hard for me to play because I don't want to tank my team. That said, it's a great game. Like, don't get me wrong. It's I have nothing. It, it's one of my favorite games to watch streamed. Like. A lot of the tots play it mm-hmm. if they're playing it, and I got other streamers and other friends that play it and stuff like that. I love watching Apex. Apex is a great game mm-hmm. to watch played. Like mm-hmm. I get, I guess maybe in that mindset why people might like to watch like Fortnite or something like that. But yeah. to me, it's Apex. Like far as BRs go, like if I'm gonna watch something, it's gonna be like Apex is the one I just naturally want to watch. Like yeah. I gravitate people playing it. You'll catch me watching it. Not and the thing, the thing I like about watching Apex is watching and, and learning from other people. Like like. When March is playing, or when Ant House or Crow, are oh, those playing. guys are good. At, I mean, they're they're they're, fucking... they're they're legitimately good at the game. Like yeah. they're really dominant at the game. Yeah. So whenever I do get a chance when I'm at work, I'll tune in real quick and I'll watch and just I try to watch what their tactics. I try to watch what their, the the synergy because they've been playing together for a while. So I mean, they had that synergy. They had that 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 chemistry, and you kind of get a feel for like, okay, 
here's what I should be doing in my role. I should have been doing this. Right. You just learn a lot from watching people play, and I dig that. Right. Hey, Missy. Hey, Missy. How's everyone doing tonight? Everyone having a great night? We're just talking about Apex. Of course you guys are having a great night. You're here with me and the dude. Oh, well, yeah, no, just you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, Sorry, you know? I'm going yeah. solo. I'm, I'm, out. I'm just here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, give me another game. Uh, Well, clearly, Jedi Fallen Order. What's that game? Another respawn game. Is that the one where you got all pissed off and said that you hated it? Fuck that you frog. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that yeah, frog. That one. that one. Yeah, fuck that frog. Yeah, Jedi Fallen Order. You've heard me talk about it a lot recently. Yes. Awesome game. Great, uh, great combat. Except it sucks because I hate it and I'm terrible at it sometimes. But uh, <laughs> yeah, awesome story. Great piece of Star Wars. So yeah. That's you got it. through it now, right? You've beaten it? I beat it. Yeah, I beat it. I beat more games than you usually. But yeah. Well, on. yeah, obviously. But you also start 44 more than me. Every this week. is very true. Yes. <laughs> to be yes, fair. To yes. be fair. Uh, yeah, that's actually on my list as well because I've really enjoyed that game. Yeah. Um, you know, that's what I'm still going to try to finish up. I've spent a, a pretty good amount of time playing it. Uh, I do want to see it through. It's again, I don't know what it is about respawn, about the polish in their games, and they just they're just fun. Yeah, they have they know they know how to make a game fun to play. Uh, they tell a good story from what I played so far, and from what you've told me, it ends even better. So there's a lot I'm looking forward to playing with uh, Jedi Fallen Order. That's another game uh, I'm looking forward to trying to get through. And then uh, lastly, uh, I got to talk about Call of Duty: Modern Warfare, man. Um, this, you know, Call of Duty comes out every single year mm -hmm. and every fucking year I buy it. And every year about a month in is when I'm done. Right. This one. Mm -mm. Nope. Nope. I'm nope. going hard on Call of Duty Modern Warfare. This is the best one I played since probably the Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. I mean, honestly, it's in terms of like nonstop. All I want to do is play this game. Do I play this? I played today. I played gunfight today for about three hours. Gunfight. Yeah, you, just, yeah, just doing were, gunfight you, yeah, over yeah, and over yeah, and over. Yeah. Gunfight. I don't care what anybody says. I understand Battle Royale's hot in, in Call of Duty games, and everyone wants it in this one. I've seen that. There's 1v1 now. There's a 1v1. Oh, uh, March. Right March, if you're out there. Dude, 1v1. 1v1 this dude, bro. I already smoked March in 1v1. <laughs> I already own March. March can't play me anymore. She's not allowed to play me. <laughs> See, there's you. Yeah, there's you. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Nuts yeah. like, what are you talking about? Whoa, whoa, what are you talking whoa, whoa. about? What what? They made one v one gunfight march. One v one. One v one. One v one. That's a real thing now. So that's hot. That's an actual mode in there. So I'm looking forward to getting in there and playing that a little bit more. But dude, it's just it feels good to play. It's a fun game to play. It's I, dude. It's I understand there's camping. I I've already accepted that because it's Call of Duty. Camping has always been in Call of Duty. Right. So it is what it is. But uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Modern Warfare, dude. Big fan. Even the campaign is awesome. Campaign's really good. I need to play it. It's really good. And, and you know, like, just to spin, like, here's how I know it's a good Call of Duty again, because not only am I still enjoying it and playing it, and I don't play as much as everybody else, but, um, you know, me and being good at FPSs and stuff, but uh, I, f I find myself defending this one. There'll be people that be like, Fucking Call of Duty and shit. I'm like, ho, ho, ho. Hang on now. <laughs> Easy there. This Call of Duty is a good Call of Duty, and you should try it. Because it really, it really is. Like, it's, it a, is. it's a good shooter. And again, I'm going to go back to saying that it, I, I believe it's Infinity Ward. The last one I liked was Ghost. Not a lot of people like Ghost. I loved Ghost. We played a lot of it. Drast and me and some buddies, we played a fuck ton of Ghost. No, but it's a, it's a it's a good game. What's that look for? Because you don't like ghosts. Are you done sucking off ghosts? Oh, okay, I'm done sucking off God, ghosts. Yeah. Game Can I tell my last game? No, I'm gonna trash ghosts a little bit okay, more. Go ahead. Ghosts was fucking garbo. But oh, anyways, go ahead. Go All to right. your next game. So the last. What's up, Minnie? The the last the last to uh, wrap it up for me. Uh oh. 
is going to be, of course, Death Stranding. Oh, Death Stranding. So, no, I haven't finished it yet. You're not supposed to like that game, though. Whatever. I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> um, uh, so Thank I, you, Cuddles. I've been playing it this week again, and I'd be goddamn if, and I told you this too, like I play it for like a small amount of time, and I stop playing it, and mm-hmm. I'm like, why did I stop playing it? Can I just cancel everything else in life? Like, I just want to keep playing the fucking game. Right. I did some missions yesterday, and it's like, it's so fucking tedious, and like, this, that, and the other, and I just, I can't stop fucking playing it. Like, story's intriguing. And I told you, like, I, I had, a, like, an epiphany today again yep. about, like, yep. certain things that you're seeing. Like, it really is Hideo's view in his, through his eyes of, like, how he pictures the world, and it's just, it's fucking crazy, and I can't stop it. So, that definitely, uh, that game's got me hooked pretty bad, so... It does look at Norman's wing. Yeah, so, so do you know about that? Death Stranding, if you try yeah, to... Yeah, 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 he'll try punch look, you in the yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, the third, yeah, yeah, Third or fourth time he flips you off, and the last time he punches you. <laughs> punches you in the face, yeah. man. So every he, I guess there's quite a few things that'll happen as the game progresses. I haven't looked at him. Yeah. People were saying, as you make your way further to the, through the game, the more you interact with him in certain ways, right. his reactions will, will be different. There's, there's one where like it turns into a fucking nightmare stage, I guess. Like something crazy happens. Really? Yes, in that room. Like some wild shit happened. Well, I had I had a little tidbit of the story like breakthrough yesterday twice, mm-hmm. and the one was just a real simple one. I'm not going to ruin the other one yet, but um, the uh uh, when you're in your room, you can uh soul your BB. So I walked up to the BB and I was kind of like consoling or something, and like all of a sudden it started getting mad, and, like punching the glass and like headbutting the glass. And I'm like, the baby did? Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? I thought it was going to come out and choke me. And then he just like, oh, he just had like a weird vision or dream. I'm like, what the Whoa. fuck? Yeah, I know. I don't know if that's a premonition, but that was. Baby's a little aggressive. Yeah, pretty Sounds wild. Sounds like my two-year-old. Pretty wild. Uh, Snarling Dragon said the narrative is great. You know, that's that's where I'm at right now with Death Stranding. That's why I didn't quite have it on my favorite games list. I liked the idea of it early on. Like from right. what I played, I dig the concept behind it. Grab these packages, help deliver it, and you, you're bringing people together. And you're, you know, you're making connections with people, and I get that. But I also know that in this game, you're not going to get the payoff until later in the game. You know, it's it, in terms of like and that's the story part of the drive. And, yeah, and that is that is it really it, that is. is it. You know, but at the same time, I don't want to just be as much as I love Hideo Kojima. As I love the man, the guy's catalog is great. He's a, he's a, he's a visionary. He's an excellent game director. I love what he does. But at the same time, I have to get to the payoff before I can be like fucking awesome. Right. I don't want to sit there and be right. like one of those guys that plays it for like five hours. I haven't even gotten to the place where we were supposed to go. Um, I was supposed to get off the island and go to some port. I haven't even done that yet. Oh, you haven't done that yet? Okay, yeah. Yeah, and so you know, I just kept running around trying to build well, up the Well, because you were trying to do the yeah. five-star thing, Trying to get right? the, all yeah, the, high, the highest ratings. They're not worth it. They're not? I don't know. <laughs> Spoiler. Move your fucking... No, I'm just saying, move your fucking story along, bitch. Yeah, You're yeah. done. You know, that, and that's, what I, that's, that's the thing. Like, I, that'll be one of the games I'm going to try to get through before the next consoles come out as Death Stranding. I want to see it through to the end because it, it is intriguing early on. Didn't he just win award somewhere for, like fucking video game director or something probably like some crazy director award for some like other thing that wasn't the video game awards or golden globes or anything it was like really random Dude, hideo like, kojima is basically what? the daniel day lewis of, of of video game directors like if he makes anything it's going to get nominated and he's probably going to win yeah there's people like me that just jerk him off i think no daniel day lewis is the same way i think every time the guy comes out of retirement every six oh. or seven years he makes a movie oscar like oh jesus really that's all he has to do huh yeah, that's Man. basically like Leo. Leo is basically Daniel Day Lewis, but doesn't get awards usually. Not he, not as many as he deserves. No, like Leo true. deserves way more. Be honest, he deserves way more. So, um, but yeah, those are some of our favorite games. You guys, sound off in the chat. Let us know what are some of your favorite games of 2019. I mean, if the, the ones that we've already talked about, we definitely want to know. Oh, last one I'm on talking about is Destiny Two. 
It's one of my favorite games of 2019. Shadow Keep. The grind continues. Destiny 2 is still one of my favorite games in 2019 because they keep iterating upon it and adding stuff to it and keeping the grind going. Let me uh show you my shocked face. <laughs> Piss off. Big fan of Destiny 2. Love it. Keep going. Uh, keep doing your thing, thing, Bungie. It's your thing. It's Fuck your thing. the haters. I'm not, Fuck I don't hate. Haters. I stopped hating a long time ago. Uh, Mini says uh, Star Wars and Control. Control is the one I definitely have to get into. Man. I think I, I got to play it. I have to play Control. Mm-hmm. I have to play Control. I really, really want to play Control. All right. So. Now. Oh, Cuddles says, I hated Sea of Thieves in 2018, but loved it in 2019. Oh, he won't stop playing it. Dude, that's the one thing I said about Sea of Thieves when it first came out because there was not much to do. And right. I wasn't a fan of it, but I knew Sea of Thieves, again, not to go back to it, but it was like a Destiny or a, a Division. It was going to be a completely different game six months to a year after launch. Completely different game. You can't stop playing it. That's that's awesome. And that's great. That you know, And that makes me feel good for Rare. Because, uh, I mean, when I was playing Sea of Thieves, all I remember thinking was, there's not much to do. I wish there was more. I right. wish there was more to it. Because, I mean, don't get me wrong, beautiful game. Oh, beautiful yeah, fucking yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, it's really But the quite... combat was a little shallow, you know. And, and, it's and still kind of. Yeah, and this, I, I don't think it's involved much, but I don't know. I haven't played it. And, you know, obviously there wasn't a whole lot to do, but my understanding is now there's a lot to do in this game. And that's fucking sweet. That's that's I knew that was going to I was hoping that was that was going to happen because that's typically what happens with these types of games. So much to do now. See, he says there's a ton to do. Yeah, I know. I, I, I do dabble in it. I've had some really, really good times with uh, Genosaurus Rex playing that one. That's been some of the most fun on uh, the last year playing some games. This is when I uh, co-stream with him. And we do some. Uh, I mean, what we did, we po- talked for pirate or as a pirate for four fucking hours. <laughs> <laughs> sea of Thieves, um, but that's what I always like when people say, "Hey, want to play some Sea of Thieves?" If I'm got time to play it or gonna stream something, that's a hard one for me to say, "Nah, no," because that's it's fun. I just I'm, I don't play it enough to when I jump back in, I always remember the controls or like even like learning to read the maps and stuff like that is crazy to fucking like because mm-hmm. it it really takes some thinking sometimes because it's it's really a sandbox game. It's not a lot of direction, right? Yeah, which is fine if wherever. you do it right. Yeah, so yeah, good stuff for sure. I definitely uh. Should put more time into that, and yes, Star Wars Battlefront Two definitely. Star Wars Battlefront Two, oh, Sekiro, yeah. yep. Sekiro's that's another backlog for me. That's, I'm gonna do this. That, year. Do, there's there's a game I've got a substantial amount of time in, and I still haven't finished it yet. And that's that, and that's kind of like where I'm a little different with Sekiro than I am with Jedi Fallen Order. Where Jedi Fallen Order, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'll make this the easiest fucking game ever. I'll drop that shit all the way down so I can see it through to completion. I don't think you have that option in Sekiro. No, I don't think there's like a a, a, a sissy mode. For, for the dude 79. I don't think no, there's, there's I don't no, think they have that setting in there. I I really everybody wanted me to play cuz they want to see me rage, so I figure Sekiro will be a good one for people to see me flip out. Mm. Borderlands 3 was hot and then it wasn't. You know what? I I played a, a a good chunk of Borderlands 3 and I don't know if it was just because the guy I was supposed to play with he wasn't able to hop on, but it was it wasn't great. After a while like the grind wasn't there, like it it wasn't appealing. Yeah. Weird. Um but I mean it's <laughs> <laughs> uh, if it wasn't, if Randy Pitchford didn't have anything to do with that game, you'd give it a fucking Never heard chance. of him. Uh, you've heard no, of no, Randy so, 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 here, so uh, I don't want to get on this too oh, long. Oh, get on this, But I want to, no, I'm not. Nope, seriously. Nope, nope, no, 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 no. Um, I should have, for all intents and purposes, like it because it's a looter shooter. Yep. It's first person. I don't have any qualms with the gameplay. I understand when people like it. I don't hate it, but I just, it's just not my thing. I just don't play it. Yeah. And I do hate Randy Pitchford. I know you hate Randy Hope Pitchford. Jokes on chicken bone. Goodness gracious, it's so dark. All right, so now that we've talked about 2019, yeah, talked about the past. Mm. Let's talk a little bit future. 
to infinity and beyond. Let's talk about our most anticipated games of 2020. Now, there is a shit ton of games coming out this year. A ton. There's a lot. We saw a list earlier. We went and looked at it. 50 games that are all look really, really good. Yeah. But the reality is, dude, some of these games are big games. And they're going to be games that are going to take a lot of your fucking time. Yeah, and I think you're right. And, and I, I think the games, I, I don't think there's a lot of like huge AAA title games necessarily. There's a lot of like A mm-hmm. games, a lot of filler games, a lot of good. I mean, you're in a generation. Yep. You know? yep. There's some big ones. Yep. I think a lot of those, you know, like you said, we're not getting a lot of those AAA games because they're probably working on them to make sure that they're cross-gen or they're going to be next-gen only, so they're kind of probably keeping things under wraps for a while. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, we've seen, uh, we've seen some big titles coming up. We know there are some big titles coming up. Uh, the first one that I'm most, anticipated, most anticipating is uh, The Last of Us 2. Uh, the Last of Us was a seminal game last generation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a game that uh, really hit me uh, to the core. Like, mm-hmm. I just thought it was a fantastic experience. Um, you know, that came out shortly after my son was born and the opening of that game actually hits you pretty hard. Um, it's, it's a very emotional game. I love the dynamic between Ellie and Joel. I understand, you know, I like how Joel is such a complex character. I understand why he's doing what he's doing. Ellie is becoming a complex character as we've seen, you know, the way she's transitioning from this one to the new one. Exciting. So she's going to be a complex character. You know, Naughty Dog has proven in the past that they know how to tell a tale. They know how to write characters and they know how to direct through some very intense and high octane action sequences. So um, I'm stoked. The Last of Us 2. I am extremely excited for The Last of Us 2 because the game looks fantastic. It looks great. I can't wait to see where Ellie and Joel go next. I can't wait to see what happens with them. It's, 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 it's for me. It's, it's. I know there's a lot of great titles this year, but this one because the first one resonated so well with me and it hit me so hard. That's why I'm really looking forward to this. I actually thought The Last of Us was a game that didn't need a sequel. You know, when 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 it came to an end, it left enough open where you're like, man, I can see where this fair. is going. I, I, that's fair. At least at least not a sequel. At least not a sequel with Ellie and Joel. I right. mean, there was a huge world they had created. There's a lot of ways they could have went with it, but I was like, you know what? I don't know if we need a sequel. But then when you started seeing the trailers, you're like, okay, I, I can I can do this. Well, uh, any, I want to be a part of this. Yeah, if anybody can do it. Oh yeah, it's Naughty Dog, dude. I mean, if you do love or like or hate or whatever, uh, the Uncharted series are very consistent. Mm-hmm. And if there's one thing they've always done well that I think's great about uh, Nathan Drake that they resonate into last of us is the personality they put in their characters. Yep. Nathan Drake will be, he has these quirky one-liners when he's talking and when he's, you know, and that's probably also part of the fact that what's his face. Um, does his voice. God, why did you just slip? Just Troy slip Baker? Th- oh, no. Oh, uh, um, um, not Troy Baker. That's a good, that's a North three. No North. He, uh, Peter North. Peter North. <laughs> <laughs> North. Oh, Hey guys, while you're in the chat, Google Peter North and find out where tones heads at. Make Go sure ahead, the Tom. children aren't in the room. <laughs> Fucker <laughs> said Peter North, legitimately yes. too. Um, <laughs> fuck, Nolan North. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I don't know. No. Sorry, go ahead. Okay, so anyways, uh, Last of Us Two is gonna be cool. Go on. <laughs> yeah, I'll go on. Uh, actually, no, you go on. You, All right, yeah, yeah, you yeah. got the um, next game. I know you're so my number, so yeah, so number one game uh, for the last two or three years uh, that we got hints of probably 2013, maybe 2012. I don't know how long it's been at this point. Oh. Matter. Number one game I'm excited about this entire generation. Finally, we're going to get it in April. Cyberpunk 2077 oh, by shit. CD Projekt Red. 
Nothing else matters. I'm planning it on vacation time the week after that comes out to take oh, off no, he many days off to play this and stream this. Like where your head's at. Um, that is my plan. I mean, action figures got announced by, really? Tom, by McFarlane Toys. So now oh I'm like, hmm. God. And then uh, the collector's uh, edition strategy guide. I don't buy strategy guides too often. I do for like I certain do for R- big games. For certain games and RPGs Absolutely. and stuff like that. Absolutely. It was a $40. Um, there is a Keanu fig. Yes, that character. I can't think of his name. It slips me right off the. Is there gonna be a Keanu fig? Oh, yeah, his character. Oh, in it. His character. And it's got a fig. Okay. McFarland's doing them. Um, there's a collector's edition, forty dollar, rat, just like my Witcher three one that I've got at home. Just mm-hmm. sits there and chill. I'll buy that. Too. Uh, you know, once in a great while, when I'm playing one of those games, I'll open up the book, take a peek, see yeah. what's going on. Yeah. See, uh, yeah you know, I'm I... looking for this item. Where can I find this? Yeah, shit? yeah, yeah. And, and 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 uh, um, I'm I've got right now. I've got two collector's editions pre-ordered and one coming to me through. Uh, freebie, wow. so I'll have one for each system and a statue. So, kind of a loser. No, that's on my list as well. I'm yeah. really excited to play that one, and only because uh, I didn't. I never finished The Witcher Three. I don't even think Johnny I got Silverhand. Very far. There he is. Yep, Johnny Silverhand. Thank you. I never got terribly far into Witcher Three. That is one of the games I would like to tackle on the backlog blitz, but I know I'm going to need at least You're two months. Need some time. I'm going to need some two months for that shit. Uh, but the reason I'm looking for this is, man, because I love the futuristic setting. Oh, that that. I mean, that. the whole cyberpunk thing. Th- this this is my jam. You know, it's yeah. a, it's a first person shooter. It's got shooter. Element. I'm I'm on board. You know, right. it, when I see this thing, it reminds me of an underrated franchise, is Deus Ex. A little oh, bit of Deus Ex. Okay, Deus Ex. You know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I know. Okay. Deus Ex is seriously one of the most underrated franchises out there, and it kills me when uh. um was a square came out a couple years ago. I think after the last one came out and they were like, we're, we're, it's going, it's going on hiatus for a while. Yeah, For a while, which is, which is seriously disappointing because Deus Ex was criminally underrated. Oh, now God, the so second good. one, I loved it up until the ending. I didn't think the ending was terribly strong. Well, I still think mankind was much, or I'm sorry. Yeah, no human, human revolution. revolution yep. Human revolution was much better, Well, not much better. It was better, but mankind was, was, was really good. Mm. Like it was really good. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love the day. games. And so when I see cyberpunk 2077, I see quite a bit of Deus Ex in there, but mm-hmm. then you're going to get the richer, um, uh, type of storytelling that you get from cyberpunk or I'm sorry, a uh, CD project red. So I too, I'm looking forward to that. I am contemplating taking a couple of days off after this. I think it comes out on a Friday. Yes, Thursday, Friday. Thursday, Friday. So I'm thinking about taking. I'm thinking about taking Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Absolutely. I'm I am there you a go. fucking loser. Okay, YOLO. Uh, give me another game. Uh, well, <laughs> Final oh, Fantasy geez. VII remake. Is this a month after? This is a month before. <laughs> so March, Final Fantasy VII take, remake take comes two out. Two weeks off after that too. Oh, fuck, man. And it's funny too because there's really only like some of the ones I was really like struggling to find. Like, hey, what's my top ones this year? But, um, yeah, I'm gonna have a problem because. There's no way that's going to be done before Cyberpunk. And I'm telling you what, like, don't get me wrong. Once Cyberpunk comes out, Final Fantasy VII Remake will be shelved. Oh, okay. Because okay. Cyberpunk will take over all. Cyberpunk is all for me, so I'm, my chips are all in on that. So, um, But, yeah, it, I got to play that, and there's been a demo leak apparently coming. There's, there's a leak of an hour of gameplay. Oh, really? There was a thing a couple of days ago saying that there's a Final Fantasy VII uh, uh, remake demo coming. It's only about an hour's long. Oh, uh, you mean to, to to people's systems where they can download it? Yeah, PS4. Ooh. Um, so we'll see if that's that's legitimate. I'm pretty sure it's legitimate. So you'll probably be able to see that in the next few weeks to month or so. Um, but yeah, that that's that's right before it. So I got like three weeks to play. It comes out like fucking set. I think it actually they're about a month away. It's so like four <sighs> weeks. See, that's that's going to be a weeks. casualty. This gen is going to be Final Fantasy VII because there's just no way. There's, I mean, I barely have enough time for. You know, playing Horizon Zero Dawn for a month 
you know, I'm hoping by the end of the month I can get through Horizon Zero Dawn and Frozen Wilds. Good luck. Maybe. Yeah, no, you're fucked. Uh, you know, so f- when I look at Final Fantasy VII Remake, and that's a month before Cyberpunk, mm-hmm. there's other games I can play through. Plus, Final Fantasy VII Remake, that's just the first of many parts, right? Yeah. So, I mean, at some point, maybe down the line, right. you know, I can be like, okay, look, I got all of them here, and I'm, you know, not going to do anything for the next 20 years. I'll just play it all right now. So, uh, King Cuddles, let's do it. Let's all quit our jobs. Fuck it. Yeah. Let's go. Sign right. me up. Let me know yeah, where. Yeah, what's up? Um, yeah, no, Cyberpunk 2077 looks amazing. Uh, another game I'm looking forward to is Ghosts of Tsushima. That's also on my list, too. Yeah, let's talk about this game for a little bit. Now, first of all, I think Sucker Punch might be the second best studio that Sony has. Now, look, I know Santa Monica is legit. I, I, Naughty Dog, in my opinion, is, is the, the creme de la creme. Probably, yeah. Sony Santa Monica is right there. I'd say, yep. I would say also uh, Gorilla Games now with Horizon Zero Dawn. They're up in the. They're a part of the conversation, but man, Sucker Punch, the Infamous Games, Infamous Games were fucking rad. Dude. And for being a launch title, Infamous Second Son was a great fucking game. Oh, it was awesome. And you game. can still go back and play that. Awesome. It is. It is. It is. It is. It is with withheld the sands of time in yep. the six years that it's been out. It's still a good game. Oh, once. It, oh, dude, once it got the pro, the pro uh, enhancements with the HDR. That fucking game looks amazing. No shit. Oh, because it's all that neon. All the oh, neon. Oh, fuck. I never thought about it. Dude, that game looks incredible on a 4K display with HDR. Man, dude. And this is this is a shame. And I don't want to get too far on this. But to to say about that and why Sucker Punch is intuitive and why I'm hoping Ghost of Tsushima adds this element is that the PS4 controller can be utilized. And they use it in there. You can, When you spray paint something and yep. you turn your controller to the side yep. and use like a spray can. With the touchpad and everything, like hardly any developing studios this generation did enough with that fucking controller. Like mm-hmm. whether people want to think it's a waste or just a big button in the middle, that was up to the developer, man. If you want to do some shit, you could do some shit. Mm-hmm. Killzone, love it or hate it, did some cool stuff with it too. Yep. Now I tell you what, if you want to, if you want to watch uh, play a game that utilizes every fucking aspect of that controller, play Tearaway. You ever hear of Tearaway? I actually, that's one I've wanted. I got. I think I they gave that free for. Tearaway uh, first came out on Vita. Vita, yeah, it was, it was Vita a Vita first. title, yeah, the, and the, it is easily one stuff. of the best Vita games yeah, oh, yeah, like, yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the way they utilized everything, Prime, shut the fuck up. Anyway, I thought that was true. Killzone's usually a garbage no, series. Killzone, yeah, it's because he sucks ass at it. Anyways, oh. um, yeah, he's awesome at Halo, but he sucks at Killzone. Shocking. Uh, but no, like Tearaway was absolutely fucking incredible on the Vita. Like it used yeah. every single aspect of the Vita. Buttons, touch, was, the camera, everything yeah. was utilized on it. It was absolutely incredible, dude. Oh, sucking ass. Kills. A, <laughs> okay, how do you how do you mute? Uh, timeout. Where's where's Prime's timeout? I think I can put him in timeout. Throw a banhammer out there. there. I'll put him in timeout. Um, I'm just joking, Prime. You're 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 entitled to have a poor no opinion, kink buddy. Shaming. You're, yeah, you're... No, no, this is definitely not a kink shaming. Uh, uh, oh, Clad, this is a this is the poet. It's an oatmeal stout, very creamy. Oh, it is very creamy. Yeah, but uh, I digress. Uh, Sucker Punch is seriously is incredible. It's storytelling as well. They they they're great at making games that are fun to play. And now we're we're visiting like this totally. This is completely different than anything Sucker Punch has done. And from what we've seen so far, this game looks fucking wild, dude. Like this looks like it's a gritty, a much more violent game than what we've seen. Man, uh, the combat will no no doubt be intense. It's going to be exciting and fast and fluid. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima looks absolutely fucking stunning. I mean, and it's in a, it's a field of Japan. Like, 
everybody, I think, at some point in their life, fans out some fanboys out about Japanese anything like yeah, Japanese samurais, culture, ninja, yeah, you know, whatever yep. it be. And I, I mean, they, they got the 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 cherry blossoms and the petals, and oh, it's amazing. Can't wait. Did you get that free background yet on your the theme? I did not get that. And that theme on the PS4 is so pretty good, dude. I I have that nonstop right now. I'm about to see if I can get on there and grab that thing. I'm about to see if I can the get surround on sound. That. You hear like the leaves rustling and stuff, and the wind blowing. It's fucking. See, cool. I lo- I, lo- I love when they do that with dynamic themes because then you can just leave your TV on and do whatever you're doing around dude. the house. You get that ambient sound. I get clowned on by the wife for how many of the uh, really? HD 4K themes I buy. Because I buy them, I always wait for them to go on sale. I'll save like seventy five yeah. cents, and I'll be like, "Oh fuck, I gotta get this bundle of them." That's harsh, really. I, I love man. them, man. I'll leave that shit on all day. Uh, another game I'm looking forward to is Iron Man VR. I'm really interested to see what they do with Iron Man in VR. You know, that's uh, that's one I didn't really think about too much, and that's coming to the v- PSVR. Yes, it's coming to PlayStation yeah, VR. That's cool. I believe that comes out in February. I think it's next month, February 24th. Really? I believe it is. Dust off my. Uh, yeah, it's been a long time since I played VR, yeah, uh, and you know what? I I hope at some point, and I'm sure we will. Next gen, when we get a second iteration of PlayStation VR, I'm really hoping that we'll get a wireless headset, something that doesn't have all the wires. That's the only Isn't issue. Has been a rumor. It has been a rumor. It yeah. has been a rumor. It's something that they have um, they've patented. So it's some, we're going to see something to that effect at some point. But that is the only thing that keeps me from doing VR more is the setup. Mm-hmm. I love the experience, especially when you're streaming. There's a lot of fucking things you got to deal with. Whenever I hear somebody say VR is overrated and they've never played it, I almost want to laugh in their face. Yeah, because despite the setup, which isn't all that honestly, it's not all. It's that bad, not that bad. But in considering, you know, I go from work, got the kids. Right. I just want to come downstairs, turn on my shit, and play the game. You know, right. it, it, it's fine. And see, in Pikachu VR makes you feel funny. That I can respect that opinion. Yeah, if somebody puts the headset on and they play it and it makes them want to fucking puke, dude, I get it. The more you play, it. though, the more you play, the better it'll be. Yeah. But whenever somebody sits there and says. Uh yeah yeah C seven seven gets I've never played VR but would never say it's overrated dude there are so many people that I would see on forums or, or even at like GameStop when I went to um a GameStop down in Grand Rapids there was uh they there was they were doing a trial of a PSVR in one of the stores I was down there visiting my my brother in law so we went over to the store and there was a couple guys in line they weren't even playing and they're going man this looks so fucking stupid like what did, did you put that did you try it no okay cool thanks for your thanks for your shitty opinion awesome uh, yeah. okay cool. Dude, when I put the headset on, I fucking love it. Mm-hmm. I love the experience. It's just setting everything up and moving yeah, everything around. Whatever. Give me the wireless headset. Yeah. I'll be good to go. Because there's games on there that are fucking awesome. Firewall Zero Hour. Raw Data. Farpoint. What? Raw Data. Raw Data. You familiar with Raw Data? Not familiar That's the first data. game I played on the when I first tried Raw a VR. Raw Data? Yeah. It's, on it, PSVR? Yeah. It came out like a year and a half ago or so. I played it first on Vive. It's basically like iRobots and kind of like Red Steel mix. Like you can use guns and katanas. You got mm. robots and like drones and shit. It's fucking I did not know that. Wild. That's awesome. Dino Frontier, yeah, Capital Ocean. Dino Frontier is a perfect place for first time VR player. The I, I, I've heard now, Crow. Are you being serious? Because I've I've seen The Exorcist on sale quite a bit, and I almost grab it every time because uh, I love. I mean, obviously VR for me. Shooters are cool. Yeah, I Horror watched him play that. Play. I watched him play that. Actually, oh, did he play that? Yeah, I've seen him play that. He used to do VR like every Friday. Yeah, yeah. I remember he was. Uh, that was the first game that I streamed in VR. Holy shit! Okay, all right. Because I remember, I think I tuned into Crow doing VR when he was playing Five Nights at Freddy's. I think he was doing Five Nights at Freddy's was one of the things that he was playing the first gotcha. time I saw him doing VR. Uh, but I have five. I have Five Nights at Freddy's. I haven't played any of these games, and it drives me nuts because 
Dude, when I sit there and pop, like, for example, uh, Firewall Zero Hour, that's an incredible game. That's a fun-ass fucking game, especially with that peripheral mm-hmm. where you have the, the gun, the actual, the what's it called, the PR, PSVR the, aim? Uh, yeah, aim controller. Aim controller. When you're seriously moving through the level and you're checking corners like this, like, what? Now, you know how big that grew last summer, right? Well, it's huge. It's It's got, like, I mean, a look, weird... You get this You get this yeah. thing, and, like, you're you're in the game. You even bought the attachment. Dude, I bought the attachment online. That's fucking sweet. That's so Smart. God damn stuff. it! I mean, you sit there and you go through rooms, and you're—I mean, you literally can peek around corners, and like, and and like, obviously you have headsets to talk to people, but if people don't have headsets, all you have to do is go like this, this way, like, and you motion to people, and you're everything is replicated in game. So I mean, when you're in a game That's in a first-person shooter, That's fucking wild. When you're in a first-person shooter and you're walking around like this, it is so fucking immersive. Yeah. And that's what VR does. That's what VR offers. It offers so much immersion. And that's what I fucking love about it. And that's why I'm really excited about Iron Man VR because, dude, I want to be Tony Stark. I want to fly around in a fucking Iron Man suit and blow shit up. Heads up display. Yes, but you, yeah, hell yeah. yeah I want to cool. be able to call up Pepper and see what she's doing. Maybe she's in the shower. Oh, come you know on. God, it's so fucking. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm dirty. Jesus. I'm a dirty little boy. Jesus. But yeah, Iron Man VR. I'm looking forward <laughs> to something to get me to fire up my PlayStation VR again and, and jump back into VR because VR is highly and criminally underrated. Yeah. Big it fan. It really is. I Go ahead, too. sir. Uh well definitely since uh, Last of Us Two is on uh, the list with you, um I know this one too is on your list as well. Yeah, actually even though they I don't have the other one listed too, that's kind of on my radar too because <laughs> I actually watched a lot of demoing of that. But uh Halo Infinite, yep, just exciting because it's another Halo. Yep, probably gonna have a portion of it launch with the Series X. Yep. So, um you know excited to see. More than anything, I'm excited to see where they go after five. Because while I think five people like five, there's people like me that don't. And I'm not saying I'm like part of the majority or the minority. I don't know, but I just know that it didn't feel completely like Halo to me. Did you not like five's multiplayer, or did you not like five? I didn't. I I didn't like five multiplayer. The story I didn't have a problem with. I don't know why people have such an issue with. Not enough Master Chief there. I thought the story was still just fine. Mm-hmm. Intriguing. You got Nathan feeling back as Buck. Now yeah. as Spartan. You got um uh what's his name who uh uh played Keith David. Keith David, isn't he, isn't he in that? Or am I thinking I'm thinking of Mass Effect. Never mind. Keith David's um, a Mass Effect. The guy that played uh uh <sighs> Locke. I can't think of his name now. I want to say Michael Cole. No, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyways. That guy, and he was. In, they had that that show on. Uh, 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 I want to say it was uh, the Xbox, the Halo, Halo TV show, or whatever. I'm not sure what you're talking about. Yeah. Anyways, anyways, Jesus. Um, I like the story. I thought the story was just fine. I didn't mind the fact they were chasing. You thought, uh, he had gone, uh, rogue or whatever. But mm-hmm. then you find out what's going on. The story was just fine. Luke I Cage. Had... Thank you. Yeah. 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 Luke Cage. Name. Oh yeah, the guy. But yeah. Name yeah. his name. What's his name? Prime. What's his real name? I don't remember. But anyways, yes. I, I, I like the I just didn't like the multiplayer. I don't like the multiplayer at all. Yeah. At all. And see I, I didn't have I didn't have the experience with Halo one through four and all that stuff when right. I played five. I just hopped into five the and I was like, yeah, this is fun. Close. I was like, this is entertaining, it's a good time and I thought some of the set pieces were excellent. Like there were when you're running down the side of that guardian, the one where you're out like uh, on that huge machine, I think it was a guardian, and you're running down the side of it, that oh, mission yeah. was fucking that, that was it was cool. just it was just wild, man. It was just a, it was a cool story. I had a lot of fun with it. I just suck at Halo multiplayer in general. It doesn't matter if it's five, one, two, or whatever. I just suck at Halo multiplayer 
no problem with the game. It's it's I suck in multiplayer. It's, a, it's a different multiplayer, and they really they, they tried to modernize it too much in five, and I just don't feel like it was. It felt like Halo. Yeah. It took away all the armor stuff that made Reach really awesome, and I think even four fun. Mm-hmm. Um, they took that out of there. It just didn't feel Halo anymore. Like that, I thought that was a good progression for the series. Right. Uh, and the last game that I'm looking forward to, I just added it to the list at the end here, but when we were looking up titles and games up is uh predator hunting grounds. Yeah. Uh, you know, the guys over that made uh Friday the 13th, they're getting another shot and this is gun with media? the, the pr- yeah, gun media and they're working on predator. Another IP that I happen to adore. I love predator. Mm-hmm. I love everything about predator. Um, and I'm really excited to, uh, to check this out. So, um, the fact that one person could play as Predator, obviously there's going to be a balancing act. You're going to have to balance out the Predator and the, the whoever are playing the the Marines sure. on the ground. Um, and you know that's that all comes with time. But I'm I'm just excited at the concept of playing as the Predator as opposed to Jason Voorhees. I love Jason, but Predator is fucking sweet. Dude. That's a well, that's a whole different ball game. Yeah, yeah, completely different game. Completely yeah, different yeah. game. So I mean, I I saw a lot of demoing of that. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't get any hands on of it, but what I was watching and seeing, I was like. Looks pretty good. It looks pretty good, and you know I'm a, I'm a fan of Friday the Thirteenth. I loved that game. I didn't play Dead by Daylight like a lot of people do, and I know I should. But mm-hmm. um, and it's got that. I always go back to the, like Evolve was one of the first ones that was kind of like came out that flopped. That kind of does that whole one versus four or five. But um, it's got a lot of potential, mm-hmm. honestly. And, and instead of being like running around as a third person, like oh god, I got to get this car battery going. It's a first person shooter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, so, it's. Okay, A7, he says, I suck at pretty much any multiplayer. Well, you and Tone got a lot in common, man. You guys could be buddies online. Yeah, FPS is sometimes a little rough. Your strong. Unless you're playing bots. You're, I've seen you fucking slay bots, man. Astrobot? No, just bot. Oh. Astro, see, another fucking sweet VR game. That's another reason people got to give VR a try, man. Astrobot is fucking sweet. I know. It's really, really good. Sexy. But those are some of the games that we're really looking forward to in 2020. If you have any, share it in the comments or share it in the on Twitter or wherever the hell you're listening to the show. Check it out and uh, let us know what you're looking forward to in 2020. Yes. Moving on from games, we're going to talk a little bit about the Golden Globes. Just a little taste. Just a little bit of a taste oh, of the Golden Globes. We've got some stuff to talk about the Golden Globes. Uh, yes. Just. More or less, there's just one thing we really, really wanted to talk about <laughs> the Golden Globe. I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff. There was a lot of great. Um, we saw some uh, some great wins. Obviously, one I was really hyped about was Joaquin Phoenix winning for Joker. Yeah. That's yeah. fucking sweet. I was really excited about that because I thought he it was just a fantastic turn. Um, I thought it was a fantastic performance. He did really, really great as the Joker. Um, you were really happy with uh, Taron Egerton winning for, yeah, for uh, Rocket Man. Uh, Rocket Man. Rocket Man is a an amazing movie if you've not seen it yet. Uh, if you're not an L. John fan now, you will be after the movie. Mm. Um it's a great movie. It's very fun. It's a little over the top fantasy, I think to a degree, like Oh really? Uh, yeah, whereas recently we saw, you know, the Freddie Mercury movie. Um and I know that's definitely a little um uh, fabricated in some areas and this definitely this is a more almost like an animated over the top kind of thing because that's kind of like Elton John, I think too. Mm-hmm. Um, but God damn, that's a great fucking movie. And that guy that, yeah, I always go, I was called an Eggsy cause of Kingsman. Eggsy, yeah. Eggsy, but yeah. Uh, I'm glad he won that role. Cause like, he's fantastic in this movie. Like really good. He's really good. Yeah. God. He has to be really good. Cause he beat out some studs. He beat out some fucking people. <laughs> he beat some heavyweight. He beat out Crazy. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. He beat out, and I didn't even know this. Eddie Murphy got nominated for Dolmite. For Dolmite, right? yeah. yeah, that was interesting. And then he beat out Dan- <laughs> Daniel Craig and uh, Knives Out. I have to see Knives Out. I got to see that movie. Too. I really want to see Knives Out. Uh, some of the other big uh, announcements: Brad Pitt won for uh, Best Supporting Actor. 
in uh, Once Upon a Time. The one that Hollywood. took home a lot. <laughs> right, that one took a lot. A lot home. Uh, Awakafina won for The Farewell. I'm not familiar with that movie. Renell Zellweger, she's back. She wins another Oscar. How was her face looking? Uh, the Botox last time it looked like like every time she, she smiled, her face just moved. The thing is, man, I, th- I didn't think she, I didn't think she needed any of that. Oh, I always thought she was like, yeah, stop. Yeah, you oh. had me at hello. <laughs> yeah, see, always, <laughs> she always had me at hello. Uh, Joker was a great movie. Joaquin Phoenix nailed it as a Joker. Oh, yeah, his yeah. his interpretation Ooh. of the Joker was incredible, dude. Dude, his, his 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 the choices he made in that movie were absolutely fantastic. Another thing, big shout out. I'm trying to find the person's name really quick. Uh, the composer who or uh, composed the score, uh, Hilder Wanderdeeter, uh, did the score for Joker. She won, and she deserved it because the soundtrack in that fucking movie is incredible. It's like I told you, remember when I finally got to see it a second time. You start realizing how the music plays into. Oh, absolutely! Like it's not just yeah. yeah there, there's it's it's almost like a almost like a cue. Yep, it's pretty brilliant. Uh, the 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 scene in the bathroom after he kills the guys on the subway, where he kind of just kind of and is that was liberated. improv, right? Yeah, that was all improv. That's there was. Weird. I remember I was watching the director's um commentary and he, uh, he was supposedly just supposed to go in there, throw the gun into a into a vent and wash no. his hands and look in the mirror no. and realize you know I've done what I what have I done. But it's more. I I thought the choice they made was was infinitely better, uh, with him kind of like just kind of like liber- It was a liberating experience for Arthur. I know he he had finally stood up and kind of just you know took the world by the, yeah. the horns and said you know I'm done with this he bullshit. Back. He did. He really did. Uh, some of the other uh, awards I, I was really happy to see Stellan Skarsgård in Chernobyl. Uh, yeah, I was gonna tell you like I saw yep. Chernobyl got a few awards on there too, and yep. that I saw when I saw he won for that. I'm like, no shit. Yep, Stellan yeah, Skarsgård. Yeah, oh, and actually, I liked him a lot. I mean, don't get me wrong, Jared Harris was great. Jared Harris was really, really good. I thought Stellan Skarsgård, Skarsgård oh, it was, was a it little was, bit more memorable was, performance. Yeah, that, but, that I mean, series, my god. But yeah, I mean, Jared Harris, he got beat up by Russell Crowe. I didn't know there was too much hype behind Russell Crowe's performance. Fighting around that. the world, Russell yeah. Crowe. Yeah. <laughs> the loudest voices. He was on that. He was. The, I think he played. Uh, what was the guy's name from Fox News? Who passed away? Who was in trouble with all Hannity? The... No, <laughs> not Sean Hannity. Hey, please, call Sean Hannity. I can't remember what the guy's name is, but um, <laughs> his name escapes me. But he played that character. But, oh, um... you got to watch Chernobyl King. I'm telling you, it is one of the best. It is oh, one of the best dude. series last year's period. And it's, oh yeah, it's 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 a, just a mini series, clearly, but it's probably yeah. one of HBO's best. Oh dude, it's down. so good. It's it's fantastic. Yes, You'll yes. love also it. Also, watch it's... the Elvis two part documentary. It's also amazing. And one other big shout out, Lance. I know. I, I just uh, there's so many people that won that I, I I've always loved over the years. Brian Cox in Succession on HBO. He played O'Hagan in um Star in uh Super Troopers. Uh, Brian Cox. He is a fantastic actor. The guy has been doing. He's he's a great character actor. Right. He's he's brilliant in all of his work. What else did and he play in? Brian Cox is actually the original Hannibal Lecter for Anthony Hopkins. In a movie called Manhunter in the '80s, starring William Peterson as he plays. Did you ever see Red Dragon with Anthony Hopkins yeah. and Edward Norton? Yeah, that's a remake of Manhunter, and Brian Which Cox prequel, plays. Right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah, plays. Yeah, 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 yeah. He plays. Yeah, he's in the Bourne movies. Yep, I can't remember his name in uh, in um, the Bourne movies, but um, yeah, he's he, he's he's a brilliant actor. I lo- Brian Cox is a fantastic actor, and to see him win for Succession, that was really fucking cool. Couple other one one other couple notes that I want to point out from the Golden Globes, nineteen seventeen won some Woo! pretty big stuff too. Best picture, best, best director. director. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I we definitely both want to see that really bad. Absolutely, um, absolutely. Um, 
One takeaway is that Martin Scorsese kind of got snubbed. Irishman yeah, didn't win. Irishman got completely blown out. Which is really crazy to me. Yep. Um, and then a comic book movie Joker beat him on some stuff, so I guess that's karma for you, motherfucker. But anyways. Um, no, he didn't. <laughs> I sure did. Oh my but I do Lord. but to be fair, I do like Martin Scorsese. Oh, I love I love, I love him, but you got what you deserve, little man. I mean, come on. Or come on talking shit about comic book movies because yeah. you just got owned and by He just got beat by yeah. Joaquin Phoenix and he got beat up. Yeah. Uh, to be fair. Shout out to uh Quentin Tarantino. He won for best screenplay. I don't know what it is about that guy. Dude. For writing. Some of his his best movies, man, it always has great writing. He can walk into a room and just grab his junk and like dry hump something, and somehow he just creates a fucking script and people love. Wow, oh, nobody ever does that for me. When I I get I get laughed at. You're in the wrong alleyway. <laughs> there's no t- there's no toothless hooker there. There is no toothless <laughs> hooker. Prime's usually in bed. Prime, like where are the toothless o'clock. hookers at? Damn it. <laughs> um. Uh. And the lastly, um, as far as the other stuff, before we get to the last best, we're just getting the best for last in this. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the name of the ward that Tom Hanks won. Was this, a, uh, um, Cecilia, uh, Cecilia yeah, 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 or something yeah, like God. that. What's the name of that award? Will you guys check that out for me real quick, right Kappa on. or right Prime? Here. Right here. Um, but the uh, uh, Cecilia Demille Award. Yeah. Cecil, Cecil B. Demille. It was very. He. It was a very pretty seriously emotional speech. He, you know, he even he gave shouts like people like Denzel and stuff like that, and like these other actors that he took inspiration from. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a. Uh, um, yes, exactly. My mama said my running shoes, but uh, it was a pretty emotional speech, and that was pretty awesome. And you know how I felt about, uh, you know, good day in the neighborhood. So it was really cool seeing a guy like that to get up there and have that kind of recognition. Because, again, somebody who came from comedy, and uh, I've said before, like these guys that come from comedy and then all of a sudden show their range is crazy. Mm-hmm. It's an honorary Golden Globe Award bestowed by Hollywood Foreign Press Association for Outstanding Contribution to the World of Entertainment. That's, Tom Hanks has done a lot for the World of Entertainment, that's man, for sure. Man, oh, man. Thank you. Kudos to Tom Hanks. But, yeah, yeah 1917, uh, Best Picture. Want to see that for sure. Um, there was one other award that I thought escaped me. Um, oh, Chernobyl won Best Miniseries. Okay. That's what it was. That was the that was the one. It was the best miniseries that I was. Yeah, best miniseries is Chernobyl. Yeah, yeah absolutely deserved. Yeah, yeah, absolutely deserved. It, it was amazing. But let's give a big shout. Let's out give a big old shout to out to the real MVP to the real MVP of the Golden Globes, ladies and gentlemen, the right one here. and only Ricky Gervais. This guy, his monologue was absolutely Dude. incredible. He he could have he just could have mic dropped. He could just yeah, that was it. He was absolutely on fire with he was scathing hot he was dropping people left and right and the best part is when he told people he was like look don't come up here and make a political statement just get your award and get the fuck off stage yeah. and i thought that was great he was like he goes none of you people have you, you have no idea what the what the real world's about and i thought that was so strong i thought it was such a, a true statement because there's sometimes when i see some of these actors in hollywood and i understand a lot of them are liberals and i get that but some of them, like I, I just want. Do you really? Do you really understand? Are you just saying that to try to connect to people, or are you really? Do you really understand things? Right. You know, and your publicist tell you to say that, or are you yeah, making yeah, like, yeah. Are where's you just, that statement coming from? Are you just, are you just saying good things to make sure the the seats right. are full when the, when the movie comes out? Right. You know, because there are, a lot of those people live a different lifestyle than most liberals would live. Uh, but you know, at the same time, you know, he was just he was so strong. Ricky was so strong. I was so proud. Of him. It was hilarious, and it's his last time doing it. 
It was so funny because he kept saying, he goes, this is my last time. Nobody cares. You he's know, like, he's cares. like, I don't give a shit. Like, and care. like, I felt was the funny thing about it. I'm like, he actually, if he was doing a show to show that he didn't give a fuck being there. He scored high there. Then, yeah, he completely did it. Like, and he was like, uh, dude, the, the, we make some of us like uh, a bang average and a couple of us. We like, we love the hot memes that are going around when they come out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, And the Epstein one has been pretty classic this year as well, too. And when he made that comment about uh, Epstein, and then he was like, he was like, "Oh, I know he's your fucking best friend or something like that." Well, shut up! Or but I'm then like, he, but then it was the comment he made after that. It was he kind of said it quiet. I don't think any most people heard oh. it. This is about an airplane. He was like, "Oh, you're probably riding on this plane or something." Oh yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was yeah, like, yeah. "Oh my god!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah, everyone yeah. was like laughing from the previous. And a lot comment, of people were like, oh, and, and nobody oh, heard that. And I was like. Oh my god, yeah, that might yeah, have been yeah. the best fucking joke that, out of the, the whole thing. Especially cancel culture is that in Hollywood like today's society. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, it's true. Nope. You're you're right on that. You're right on that. And uh um he did the uh he did a Harvey Wein- Weinstein one too. Oh Jesus. And that got man. a lot of groans too because <laughs> he had a lot of pull for a lot of these people and stuff like that. And it's just like, man, he just he wasn't holding back from that shit, and yeah. it was it was fucking brilliant. Like, yeah, the beginning, just he just walked out. He's got like a fucking I don't know what he's drinking. He, he was he had, he had something. He had a he tall some glass of something, and yeah. he was. It was it was pretty impressive. If you get a chance, go on to YouTube and you can search out, out the monologue. monologue. It it's, is it's brilliant. Yeah, I think there's actually some compiled uh, videos of uh, his uh, all, all the things he did during the Golden Globes. It's pretty yeah. great. It's funny. It's awesome. And um, while it's a lot of comedy and jest, it definitely I think. <laughs> Isn't far from the mark for sure. Buried alive. I think there's probably about six or seven memes now based on Tom Hanks' reactions to everything Ricky G was saying. Yeah, there. yeah. There were so many like shots of Tom Hanks' face where you were like, "There's like literally six memes that people are running with now of Tom Hanks alone from the Ricky <laughs> G monologue." Yeah, I agree with that too, Rock for sure. Rock is right. I gla- I'm glad Chappelle and, and, and him actually speak their minds. You know, you got to be truthful, man. And that's that's what I want from comedians. I'd be man. real. I don't care if it's brutal, if it's yeah. honest. I can take it. Yep, I feel I that. I can take it. I know a lot of people are a little soft on things. I don't think that's you or I. I don't think that's most people in the chat. I think people like to get hit in the face. What's Tell me what's going on. Yeah, roll You know punches, what I'm saying? Man. I want to know what's going on, and, and I appreciate Ricky G for, for delivering the hits. So, uh, One last thing we're going to quickly touch on here is CES 2020. couple highlights. couple of highlights. We had some interesting things. First off, Sony said, hey, come on over here. We got some cool so- PlayStation shit to show you. Here's what we got. Jim Ryan on stage with the fucking logo. There it is. What we got? PS5. <laughs> There's your simple. logo. It's pretty simple, but, like, I know some people have been kind of clowning on it, but, like, I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah. They've kept the PS symbol since PS1. And I don't. have as much colors. To be honest with you, man, I don't fucking care that it looks like the PS4, but with the 5, with the 5 instead. I don't care. The, did you see that fucking funny gif of them taking the 4 and yes. flipping and changing it? That yes. was funny. That shit funny. was hilarious. Or, no, they took the P. It took the P and then flipped it. It was it was it was really it's funny. It's almost like you can tell. Like look. yeah, it was really really funny. funny. It was really funny. But yeah, there's so many people like, oh my god, it, it's the it's the same logo. Yeah, well they don't have to change anything. Right, right. They don't have to change anything. It looks fine. It's PS5. That's what it is. Okay, it, it it's whatever. And so that looked really that, that was cool. But then uh, we got these highlights. So these were some of the interesting things. A lot of the stuff we already knew. But this uh, the 3D audio sound. That's something that Sony's been pushing lately in a lot of the, a couple of their games, first party titles. Uh, 3D audio sound is interesting because you don't need a surround sound headset, right, or and a surround sound system to utilize it. Some of the uh, points that I was reading about the 3D audio just in generally is that Sony really, while they're kind of pushing it now, 
overall, Sony hasn't done a lot to talk about audio over the last few right. years, and recently they're really trying to bring it back. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the strongest. I, I I don't understand what haptics and adaptive triggers are. I'm still I meant to do some research on that before the show to kind of give you an idea of what that meant. But I, I can't I, I don't even know what haptics and adaptive uh, triggers is. Xbox is that is that, is that seeing is that saying that they're gonna have like rumble feature like the Xbox One triggers because that is a cool feature. Vibes. Vibes. Oh, oh okay okay yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way you left them, uh, yours at my house. Don't don't give it back. Don't tell him that. Don't tell him. Just Never tell me lost. Sorry, it. it's a finger. Ultra high speed SSD. That's something we already knew about. Hardware based ray tracing. We already knew about that. And ultra HD Blu-ray. That's always nice. That's really yeah. nice to have because I don't think this one has a Blu-ray player on it. Does it PS4? It's only it's only uh, yeah, not ultra 4K stuff. No. No, that's it. That's what it is. Not ultra. Yeah, I no. I thought just... it didn't even have a Blu-ray. Yeah, it has a Blu-ray. It's got player. a Blu-ray. It's a Blu-ray drive, but it just it can't play like 4K. 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 4K movies. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got you. I got you. Description says you'll be able to feel the difference between like driving on roads and dirt and trigger feel. Really? So similar in the Xbox. Like. Okay. All right. Hey, hey, it makes things more immersive. I'm down for that, man. I want my games to be immersive. Yeah, and that is that is a cool feature of the Xbox One controller. It's one of the things I do like is the triggers uh, having that rumble. I dig that as well. And now, if you if if you don't want to buy a PS5 to hear 3D audio. And it, yeah, if you live in your car, even. yeah, I mean, if you want to, you know, you live, in your, live in your, your car, you want to live in the new Sony you car. Live in your car. This is, this is one of the, this is probably the most bizarre thing, but cool, kind of a cool idea. It's probably the most surprising and revealing thing that everybody's been saying at CES was this. Yeah, Sony came out with uh with a concept of a car. Yeah, yeah, with all sorts of bells and An whistles. Electric car. Yeah, with all kinds of goodies in it. You can live in this car finally, so you don't have to live in a van. Down by the river. This thing has 3D audio sound. Mm, like tell me more. A fully interactive dashboard. I mean, really? Look at this. Yeah. And now I do like this right here. I don't know if you guys can see it. You probably can't see the mouse, but uh, just to the left of the, of the steering wheel, that is your your uh, rear view mirrors, your side mirrors. That right keeps there. your eyes better on the road. Yep, yep. You're, you don't have to look all the way to the left. You can just look right here by the by the wheel. You drive it with a DualShock. Yeah. Only if you, <laughs> only if you got it plugged in. But I mean, I mean, now obviously Sony has said that you know there's no plans to actually produce this car. It's a concept, and, and they want to show that they're able to as a cross platform. I'm sure that's in the works. I'm sure that's in the, they'll probably have a beta phase for that. But um, no, I mean it's it's a cool concept. You know, 3D audio sound. I wouldn't mind having 3D audio sound in my car. Um, you know, right. listening to this music, listen to Ant House Beats. Ant House Beats audio. would be Hey-o. something that would sound good. That'd be kind of hot. That'd be kind of hot. Yeah, but uh, I mean, it's, it's a cool concept. But I mean, this this car is not in production. There's no plans no. to produce it. But it gives you an idea of what Sony could do if they were doing like the the software in a car or well, providing the the entertainment value of a car. Exactly. So that would mean to me, I would think that they because they mentioned partners, they partnered up with some people on this. Mm-hmm. So like. Theoretically, right? Because the car kind of looks like it reminds me of like a Porsche or something. Yes. Kind of that, that body styled one, you know? So, like, you know, because they didn't talk about, they did not talk about like battery at all in this thing. No, right? they didn't okay. mention like two minutes. But I guess they're talking about, I'm almost saying like, think of like a, like one of those uh, robot Google cars or something like that. Like, there's, there's right. that stuff that you could have in there or whatever, but they could theoretically, you know, say, hey, here's our idea. What's we were putting together? And then Audi could say, wow, that's really cool. Right. Let me borrow that or buy that patent from you or get a piece of that pie. And then Sony's like, oh, we're just selling these and getting, you know, 
a little bit of residuals out of it. So I do. I mean, I really like that those those side mirrors right there. That that that's a cool concept. Like I think that's a really good idea. Because like too. you said, it it keeps you more focused on the road. You can as opposed to turning your head now, you can just kind of peek down to your left. Or you peek over to the right, and you see the one on the right side. Those are your mirrors. Yeah. You got all your music. It looks like there might be a little, I don't know what this TV is on the passenger side or if that's just a menu. Well, oh. that's for watching porn if you end up pulling into an alley. <laughs> with a toothless hooker. With a toothless hooker. With your prime. If you're, yeah, this is Prime's right. Yeah, yeah. Prime's- and you're watching a video of Peter North. Anyways, <laughs> I digress. And jelly tugs, yeah. Oh, my good Lord. It's, it's molasses. <laughs> but, Apricot. Uh, that's that's I think that's gonna do it for this week's show. We yes. just wanted to touch on a couple of things at CES, but uh, guys and girls in the chat, it's good to be back. It's 2020. We ha- we do have plans for banter and babble going forward. We've got some cool ideas. We're tossing yep. around. Um, you know, this month is gonna be a little bit different tone. 2020. 2020. Uh, this month's gonna be a little bit different. Tone's gonna be out of town. Uh, for a couple week for for a week. Uh, we're still trying to figure out when the next show will be. Um, there's possibly, we might be live next week. We will let you know through all social media outlets. Make sure you're, or, or join our discord. Come over to the tater top boys discord. We'll always have updates in there, uh, where you can, um, you know, check out when we'll be going live with banter and babble. But, um, no, yeah, we got a lot of great ideas. We got a lot of cool stuff we want to do, but seriously, thank you so much, everybody for being a part of tonight's show, talking with us, sharing your thoughts Mm -hmm. for your favorite games of 2019, what you're looking forward to 2020. And, uh, you know, where you would like to watch your Peter North, Peter North videos. <laughs> Tom, what do you got to say to the fine folks? Well, as always, we, we appreciate you guys are doing what we want, getting involved in the chat. If you're talking amongst yourselves and we try to keep up with you too when we can, we really appreciate that. I would say the biggest thing that I would ever ask of any of you is as a favor is just to share us, mm-hmm. tell everybody, let people know. If you enjoy us, let somebody know. And then as a follow-up to that, let us know what you want to hear or see. Yeah, absolutely. We know we know we we know we want to get into a couple of topics. Wrestling gets brought up pretty often, so we've got some plans for that as well too. We want to talk a little bit more uh, here and there about wrestling and stuff like that. But you know, let us know what kind of topics you want to hear about. We try to keep it a little bit consistent with like current stuff, but we're also not a news. Yeah, we're not a news outlet. No, this is just us sitting around drinking and you know bullshit. talking shit and bullshit and you guys bullshitting <laughs> with us so you know let us know what you guys think you know leave us uh, any comments or you know emails dms whatever yeah you, you can hit us up anywhere it. facebook twitter yeah. grinder wherever tone is at you can find them fuck and uh you know we're, we'll we'll definitely be uh down for open open to all all forms of feedback whether it's negative if you got yeah. criticisms or things you don't like about the show tone or the things you love about the show daddy uh yeah let us know we we want to hear from you this is the reason we do the show we don't do the show just to talk to each other we do the show for you guys so we really really appreciate the support you guys are great you guys always bring the laughs you always bring the heat you always bring the trolls yep we, we love, love you for it. it makes the show better when we can interact with an interactive chat with a chat absolutely. that's hop and it has a lot to say absolutely so uh again not too sure when the next show will be possibly next week follow us on twitter at fanboy tone at the dude 1979 join our discord the link is somewhere in the chat it's been going on it's been popping up here and there make sure you're following us on discord hop in there be a part of the conversation thank you so much for being here tonight we'll talk to you whenever we go live next fanboy tone i'm the dude 79 have a great night see you guys